Hello, everybody, and welcome to our second podcast. We've been suffering some technical difficulties here this morning, but uh, hopefully we'll be going here smoothly in just a moment. I see we have one guest. Welcome, Amy. Glad to see you there on our list. So today we're talking about fitness and the outdoor lifestyle, and with what really gets motivates me in the gym and in my in my daily life is really about how I play. So every time I go into the gym, each exercise I do, um, time on the treadmill, I'm always visualizing what I'm going to do when I get out there and play. And uh, I think that's true for a lot of outdoor enthusiasts. But there's some fitness people and um, new people to fitness who haven't found this area of motivation yet. They think that they have to just show up at the gym at a certain time and go through all of the exercises that they read about in a magazine or their trainer told them about, and yet they still haven't found a layer of motivation that really could potentially be helpful. And that's what we want to talk about today is how outdoor recreation and outdoor adventure can really motivate your personal fitness, both your nutrition and how you exercise and what you do in the gym. Totally. And I I think that that's one of the bigger things that that people will have to, you know, when people that go to the gym, they have a, a choice about what to focus on, like why they're at the gym. Sure, all sense. different types of motivation. Sure. And I think that the people that, like, think about it in the way of, of functional fitness, that's how I want to phrase that, where, yeah. where the idea of I'm training for something rather than just to look good, those people seem to be way more successful. Absolutely. And I've said this before in my blog, and it's, uh, you know, work out for life, not for looks. I know that um, certainly we all You'll have... get both. Yeah, you get both. Yeah. But if you really think about how this is going to benefit your life and your play, then and it, it's a lot more motivating than focusing in on somebody's external view of you. And, you know, you need to have something that's more um, intrinsic, more about your personal needs and your joy than what somebody thinks of when they're looking at your physique. Sure. And uh, so really, you know, bringing it back to play and health and feeling good is really key. Totally. Totally. I mean, if, if, uh, if it's all about the, the looks, right, that's so fleeting. But boy, it, you know, you never forget the good times that you've had uh, going out and experiencing life. Exactly. So, you know, getting more focused on outdoor recreation, though, um, connection with nature really soothes, relaxes, and that's well documented. That's not just my own opinion, although I'm going to spout my own opinion. Centuries and centuries of haikus say so, Erica. (laughs) Haiku after haiku after haiku (laughs) have taught me that I can be soothed and relaxed by nature. You didn't know this, but I actually, I do. I like to read haikus. I had no idea. And I didn't, like, totally didn't tag this guy. For haiku guy, like absolutely nope. I just like I like exactness in my syllables. That's oh, what's going on there. You're a little. You worry me sometimes <laughs> too. Yeah. Okay. <laughs> so, um, but there's also some very strong studies, both on um, urban happiness, people who live in urban areas and have green areas and are able to relax because they have got that greenery and trees. There's less stress, lower violence rates. But for me, it's really just about as soon as I get off work, 
I, luckily I live in Salt Lake City. I'm so fortunate to be here. And I'm 10 minutes from a trailhead. And if it's been a stressful day, this is where I go to walk it off. So never mind all the statistics and everything, just getting out on that trail and having the steady rhythm of my feet. Or if I head out climbing, having thinking about the next move and that intense total focus. For me, it's more almost meditative. Yeah, absolutely. I mean, I was in Boston last week and I, I it was one of, I was at the Common. I went to the Boston Common. Uh-huh. And they have there, they have the uh, the swan boats there and there was all there's just all sorts of people out in that beautiful park in the middle of the city. And uh, I it just I saw, I saw, you know, so many people. It's like get out of the grind, you know. And it's pretty big, so you can get away from a lot of the noise and stuff like that. And it, it is. I I could tell that, you know, that experience even for my wife and I you know, we were on a vacation, it ended up just being such a relaxing experience for us to go there. So yeah, it's, uh, you can't replace nature for that, that soothing and relaxing, but also the air, you know, the clean air in there. Yeah, just get out of, I mean, here we are, we're like, you know, AC vents, lights, no windows. I mean, we're in our little box here recording right now. And, uh, and absolutely, I can't wait to get home today. And I'll probably head right out to Red Butte or one of my favorite trails and, and uh, enjoy that experience but enjoyment of outdoor sports while it add you know it can add motivation to other fitness activities and good nutrition so we're talking about how i like to climb ski uh rappelling canyoneering i do a lot of adventure sports and the reality is i'm very aware that my middle-aged body requires work (laughs) so i mean if i want to ski black diamonds or even you know hike all day and backpack if i make poor nutrition choices or i sit on the couch too much I get punished quick. Yeah, it's management. You got to manage your body. Yeah. So I can't get away with playing as hard as I do if I don't work on my body. And part of that work comes in the outdoor space. I get it just because I do head for the trail after work or, you know, climbing certainly works me out. Skiing pounds my legs. I'm getting some fitness just pursuing my activities, but that's really not enough. And so I end up also in the gym roughly five days a week and, uh, and working out. I, I, I just, uh, you may, bra- okay, keep bragging. Yeah, I'm sorry. but <laughs> and I'm, uh, I work out. Yeah, and I work out, yeah. <laughs> I got those leopard print pants. And, yeah. <laughs> yeah. But in uh, my mode of exercise, I, I mostly do CrossFit. That's just what I happen, you know, happens to work for my body. And you're going to find, listening to this podcast, that you're going to hear very few absolutes uh, coming across here. I will say you absolutely must hydrate. Uh, you know, everybody totally. re- needs that. But you're not going to hear me tell you that one type of fitness uh, is better than another. You need to find what works for your body. For me, CrossFit works because the you know you use the term functional fitness, which is one that you hear a lot in CrossFit, and it's really for me. Um, I need to know that my body can perform in very dynamic movements, and um, and I need to stabilize my joints and muscles and and uh, against injury. So it, CrossFit done correctly is very good at injury prevention. Um, it's also one of those types of exercise that. I think um, has a has a higher risk factor because you're doing stuff that if you do it wrong, can really hurt you. So sure. that's just my my slight tangent there. And you'll again. I, but I, here's the thing: like to be the active explorer, like you, you know, part of the part of the whole drill is that you've got to nail down and do stuff that other people just don't simply do. Does that make sense? And, and I guess what I'm saying is, is like anybody can go out and hike a trail, all right? But it's like it's a whole new level when we start rappelling or we start doing some of the 
rock climbing that I know that when you, you start like to get to into and more and adrenaline when you start to get into more of the hardcore stuff it's like you've got to train for that you can't just yeah. expect to or be or else to... you're going to at minimum risk injury yeah and and that's where you know or the at least be com- to- completely miserable right. later on at yeah. some point yeah yeah exactly so you know there's definitely something there um, additionally on the flip side gains are made in both areas you, you know the reward is that you, you know, instead of just working out to build your sport, when you in feeling good because you've been working out, while you're doing your sport, and you just said this, you know, you start to nail some moves that you couldn't do before because you've been in the gym. So in the gym, I'm thinking about all the different things that I would like to do out in the field I'm, almost all the time when I'm in the gym. If I'm doing dips, I'm thinking about canyoneering. If I'm working legs and squats, I'm thinking about skiing. So I, you know, that's right there in front of me. I'm like, I'm doing this because I'm going to do better out in the field. And then when I get out in the field and I actually experience that gain, it's awesome. I mean, I'm just really excited by that. So, you know, this is uh, another huge motivator for me. So that's one of the things that you should think about. Um, you know, what is it that I specifically enjoy doing? What is it that I'm planning on doing? Uh, going forward, and then think about what sort of activities in the gym that you need to do in order to make those things uh, come to light. You know, or you see a lot of people doing like the military press over their head and stuff, but very rarely do you have that motion where you're going to push something right. straight uh-huh. above your head. Right. Like, yeah, it's like you know, I, in sports, I can only think of like rugby is like the only thing that I can think of where people actually do that motion. And and in the outdoor act adventure stuff, I don't really see that one being done. That's a that's a glamour lift. You, you know, know I mean? will say where in my life I en- I encountered that particular move, and it's on my goal list right now. Uh, it relates to lifting weight over my head. Is when I was a firefighter. I had to um, lift the 24-foot extension ladders and re-rack them on the side of the truck. And I really struggled with that overhead motion. I needed roughly 75 pounds of, uh, and right now I'm still having trouble grabbing, you know, taking something and placing it up over my head at 75 pounds. I'm getting closer, but it's on my goal list. And, uh, and certainly I hope to exceed that here in the next few months, but um, as soon as I get back to the gym. So I'm recovering from some uh, surgery a couple weeks ago. So here soon I'll be back in the gym. And the only reason I do mention it, though, is that we all also face those setbacks of uh, of things. And but it's uh, you know you're going to have those moments, and that abs- that could be a whole nother topic is getting back onto the fitness train. And I've written about it before on my blog about you know getting back into the gym after a layoff. And I'm going to be facing that here personally in a few weeks. And it's uh, I know it's going to be tough. And I'm really hoping that I get a lot of support from my boyfriend and friends and and even listeners as I go back and and uh, have to deal with the losses that I'll have faced from being off for a while and um and it's uh, I, I definitely plan to write about it and just what that experience is of being so active and lifting weights uh, pretty much you know at least heavy cardio five days a week to walking every day and and that's been tough but i do keep in mind all the time that you know my my sports are out there. I'll be back to backpacking and stuff here in a matter of weeks. And, and, uh, so at least the walking, I've been trying to get in four or five miles a day and just walk, 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 walk. And, uh, it's getting a bit tedious, but, um, as soon as I get back on track, then 
I'll I'll feel better. You gotta create you gotta create the habit and, and start that recovery. So yeah, great. yeah, absolutely. Good luck. Thank you. And I would like to relay a story though of um, someone I traveled with recently. I was uh, just recently in Jordan with uh, Columbia Sportswear and had a chance to experience that country and and go canyoneering there. It was uh, a tremendous experience, but that's really not where the point's going. Um, one of the uh, producers on, that was filming the documentary we're taking part in had just recently taken up fitness. He realized that his health was at stake and he m- became committed uh, several months. Uh, you know, I'm not sure exactly. But it was quite a few months before the trip that he became committed to getting himself in shape and losing weight. And by the time he the trip began, he had lost 80 pounds. That's a lot of work. That is a lot of work. I mean, he had been dedicated. He and his wife were working on this together. And he knew that basically his life was at stake. Right. And and he had a, in a, a doctor essentially tell him he was going to die if he stayed on the trajectory that he was on. That's not the most fun doctor appointment you can have. No. Actually, he said he was like really angry at this doctor for being so blunt and mean to him. But then at the same time, he went home and started to think, I've got grandkids. I've got a wife. I, I... This is real. It just got real. And he got real serious about it. And leading up to the trip, he expressed to me, because he knows fitness is a big part of my life, he expressed to me his fears and apprehensions about being on this trip with a whole bunch of of, uh, people like myself who are super active and train all the time. And he's like, I don't know if I'm going to be able to keep up with you guys. I'm just really worried about this. There may be things I can't do. And um, he, they even had to hire a, specific, you know, a few specific film crew members to bring in because they needed people fit enough to do the activities we'd be doing on this trip. And um, so we started on the canyoneering day and we went upstream. So he had a lot of climbing and scrambling and wading. And, and it was not an easy, easy hike canyoneering day. It was tough. And he stuck with us every step of the way and finally it was hard to get a moment of quiet because you got to think we're 10 people athletes uh, the omni 10 with columbia sportswear plus a film crew plus the hosts from jordan plus our our hosts from columbia sportswear so like 19 of us in this canyon and half the time we have a camera on us but i did catch a quiet moment with him and i looked at him and i said you know i'm guessing that several months ago, 80 pounds ago is the way I phrased it. I, I'm guessing 80 pounds ago that this experience of being in this amazingly gorgeous canyon with turquoise water and these beautiful painted sandstone walls wouldn't have been possible for you. And he's like, you're right. I could have never done this 80 pounds ago. He wouldn't have been able to see what we were seeing and experience what we we're experiencing. And it was stunningly beautiful. And a door had been opened to him because he had embraced fitness. And so the from there, the conversation went on. And it's part of the impetus for this podcast is that fitness really does its best work when it has motivation behind it for something that you really want to do, either health, or in the case of what we're really focusing in on is outdoor recreation, because he said to me, I never want to give this up. I never want to not hike again. I never want to not be able to go into canyons. It's like, I am so sold on outdoor recreation that when I go back and I go back into the gym, it's going to have a whole new meaning for me. 
Oh, I mean, it's it's totally it. When it's been taken away from you and then you get it back, there's more gratitude for that, right? Yeah. I mean, yeah, when you're younger, you do, you take for granted how easy it is to do stuff, right? Right, <laughs> then, but, and in his case, then, he'd never done much of right. it. He hadn't been canyoneering before, so this was even a new activity that he didn't know was out there to motivate him in his fitness quest, but now that he had it, when he got himself outdoors and applied his fitness to the outdoors, he's like, whoa. Now I'm on fire. Yeah. No, and then that's it. It's it's having a real, like a genuine thing. I mean, man is meant to connect with, with the world. You know what I mean? I mean, that's just like the, the whole the whole part of the human experience is, uh, is having these experiences where we go out and we see the earth and we, we you know, we experience. I mean, yeah, unfortunately, there's channels on TV now where people sit down and experience the earth without having to move at all. Yeah, you know yeah I mean? exactly. They're just seeing it from the couch and they aren't even getting outside and breathing fresh air right. and, and using their bodies. And of course, it's a no brainer. I mean, I'm preaching to the choir here that obesity is absolutely at epic proportions within our country. And um, and then meanwhile, for, for so many reasons, right? But yeah. uh, one of the biggest, of course, is sedentariness. Right? Yeah, and I think there's a disconnection with our environment that we, um, you know, we've become so comfortable inside our enclosed spaces, and we have to. And basically, movement's been programmed out of our daily lifestyle. Right. We don't have to move. I mean, and yet, as we evolved, we had to move to eat to survive to you know to sure. anything you know we had to migrate and move Just and managing what the weather is going to be for day to day i mean we don't we, we do that a little like oh it's raining let me grab, let me grab this an umbrella, umbrella right, and yeah. close the sunroof on my car right. <laughs> right. and you know that's not right but no we sit inside in usually a, a padded seat and uh you know, perfect 30, you know, 72 to where, wherever, yep. wherever, you know, people in the office argue over what temperature. Right. It should be. <laughs> yeah. But wh- whatever it is, it's, it's going to be comfortable no, no matter what. It'll be a relatively comfortable, you know, temperature. And so it's true. It's just one of those things is, is as life goes on, you know, the, these sort of things, all, all these technologies and stuff, I think are part of why we've become a lot less active and we've become more, you know, sedentary. And, 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 and because of that, obviously, there's just way more obesity out there. And then sadly, when we do try to change that and we do try to get into the gym, our motivations tend to be about looks because we have this media portrayal of, you know, very unrealistic body image Oh, and it's and it's even well. Even anybody knows it's well documented that, like you know, with body image, that you know, there's there's airbrushing that goes on. Sure. Right? Yeah, it's and, not even real. And we're not even seeing anything that's actually a realistic <laughs> right. portrayal of what people ought to look like, and yeah. so and so. You, if you go to the gym trying to achieve that, you're set up for failure from day one. Right. And. But if you go into the gym thinking about how you're going to use these gains in fitness, now it could just be that you want to see a change in in blood test results. Right. But what I'm proposing is that as you enter fitness, if you haven't already taken in or, or accepted outdoor recreation as being part of your lifestyle, I suggest that in addition to joining 24-Hour Fitness or LA Fitness or any of those other gyms. Or even your, like, city gym. I mean, right, or, 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 yeah, I mean, the Y, even, yeah. I mean, any of those. So in addition to setting your fitness goals that take place in the gym, I'm suggesting that you add out outdoor recreation 
as part of your fitness plan, that it's going to be some hiking, um, trail running, whatever is suitable to your body type and your interests, but get yourself outdoors. And two things will be accomplished. One, you get a chance to connect with nature, which reduces stress. And as you're going through fitness and needing motivation and there let's face it, it's a little bit stressful sometimes if we're trying to lose weight or, or having to cut back and eat better. Those chance, those changes are not easy, and they're not comfortable. So get yourself outdoors and enjoy some of the calming influence that just being outside, even if it's just a walk in your city park will give you. And then perhaps look at some outdoor sports and taking up one so that you have something to work towards, something that requires your whole body. Um, at minimum, hiking, because walking has massive benefits. Hiking gets you further out into nature. And then maybe move that to backpacking. Yeah. Or if you're inclined, start taking on something like rock climbing, if that's something that interests you. But the point being, make a plan in your fitness routine for the outdoor recreation component so that you have some additional motivation while you're indoors. And it's been proven in in some studies, in addition to how outdoor recreation can reduce stress, that people are more likely to stick to an activity if it's undertaken for pleasure. So they basically weighed your exercise necessary for work, whether it's your job or housework, whatever it is, exercise undertaken just to improve your health, such as aerobics, weightlifting, getting to the gym, and exercise undertaken for pleasure, gardening, hiking, playing tennis, dancing, just doing stuff outdoors, sure. walking your dog. Um, you know, but I've got they, two dogs, by the way, and they're awesome. And that helps get people outdoors. And, and, and you're allowed. What kind of dogs do you have? <laughs> I, I have a French bulldog. Uh-huh. His name is Norman. And then I also have a, a, a corgi. And uh, her name is Maybe. Maybe? Yeah. How'd she get the name Maybe? Uh, to, well, there's the truth, and then there's the funny story. The funny story is is that the two, <laughs> the two of us, the two of us were, uh, my wife and I were going, oh, what about uh, this name? Maybe. What about this name? Maybe. What about this name? Maybe. We did do some of that, and then we also watched a show called uh, Arrested Development. Uh-huh. And there's I've char- seen that. There's a character on that show named Maybe. So Okay. <laughs> so she's named after a fictional character. Got it. I think that's cute, though. <laughs> it's fun. Yeah. <laughs> it's fun. It, she does, the dog does get confused sometimes when we use maybe in, in regular language. She, oh, she's like, there's my name. She'll jump up. Yeah. yeah. She'll <laughs> run over to us, you know. Do you want to go get this tonight? Maybe. And then the dog's in Like, my what? Face. what? Why'd you yeah, call me? Exactly. <laughs> so it sort of backfired on us. But, yes. Uh, but, yeah, no, even even walking the dogs. Yeah, it's, totally. it's great. And that study was done on middle-aged uh, adults or older. And, um, and that was published in 2007, just so you know. I, I throw my statistics out there because I do research the stuff. Some of it comes from my gut instincts and what I've experienced in the outdoors. And, and some of it, I, I do try to pull up some scientific studies and, and back up what my personal experience has been. Right. So, um, so we know it's good for the mind. It's good for the body. How about we talk about social life a little bit? Um, it can help or hinder. Mostly it's going to help getting outdoors and outdoor recreation. Um, if you lack partners, meetup groups are a good source. Uh, I actually let it hinder my social interaction when I first moved to Salt Lake. I was so excited by the hiking that took place here and, <laughs> and other outdoor sports, um, not climbing, but uh, skiing and, and hiking, that I just kept going out by myself. Every day I had off from work, I was on a trail. And then about... 
two or three months into living here, I realized that I hadn't met anybody. I think I met one person on the trail, yeah. and uh, and it was a group. And so I did hike with them, actually, a little bit, because I ran into them on the way up to White Pine Lake, which is a spectacular hike if you're ever in the, the Salt Lake area. Um, so I was on my way up to White Pine. I met a group, and I did get a chance to hike with them a little bit. But for the most part, I isolated myself with my outdoor sport. Yeah. <laughs> and, no, I, and we, we were getting worried. Yeah, I I'm know. <laughs> I think you were. <laughs> I do. <laughs> like that girl, she's just like this total <laughs> hermit. You know, she's not writing. She's out on a trail. She's and just out painting with all the colors Starting to talk to herself. Yeah. And yeah, it was starting to get a little bad. So I uh, I did realize that I needed to join some groups and, and make an, a bigger effort. Um, I went on my foray into online dating, which that's a... That's a podcast we won't schedule. <laughs> it was difficult. <laughs> Never had to do it. Oh, that was tough. That was really tough. But right. I'm, I realized... That I'm, being said, though, if if I was still in the game, Tinder would be... Uh, not because it would be effective, but it would be hilarious. I, I would get such joy out of Tinder. Tinder? Tinder! What's Tinder? Oh, boy. Tinder is uh, something the kids do these days where you link it to your Facebook and... Uh, and uh, from what I understand, then what happens is the profiles come up and you can see like people's profile pictures and then you write a little like Tinder bio. Okay. So and then you kinda... can say, I'm into you. And then if they say the same back, like if yours come back, then you guys can like get in touch through your like Facebook. Okay. Or. So it's basically some kind of online dating, but. Oh, it's totally an online started. dating okay, app. But like, yeah, they literally pop up on your phone. And you say yes or no. Oh, how bizarre. Yeah. That's kind of a little intrusive, but. Yeah. <laughs> it would have been hilarious. I, I would have had a good time with that. But I will say, you know, <laughs> I, I have to give some credit to online dating because I, it'll be a year this month that uh, I met my, not my yeah. all the time hiking partner. So um, actually, I'm very thankful for that experience. I, uh that's been good. But that's another tangent, too. So social well, you were put together, though, on 21 levels of compatibility. Yeah, I know, by right? By Dr. Neil Clark. <laughs> <laughs> the good thing is he hikes, he climbs, he skis, he canyoneers. So we are outdoors playing all the time, and we're working out in the gym together. And it really helps to have somebody in your social life as a workout partner. That's been huge for me because I worked out alone, bulk of my adult life and having a workout partner has been so much fun and and we both admit to each other that we would wuss out some days if it weren't for the other one kind of giving us that eye because we're almost never tired on the same day so the other you know we look at each other like uh uh-uh no, I was skiing with you this weekend. You need to do a few more right, squats. Right. <laughs> you know, and we do. We take it right back to our outdoor recreation. So, um, the other thing is great for the great outdoors, which I'm just pulling that from. There's a very nicely written article um, on Kent State's website by Andrew Lepp. But people who get outdoors and enjoy outdoor recreation, a side benefit of that is they become better stewards Mm. of our environment. And I'm involved with Sierra Club and some other organizations. So environmental causes are very important to me because I play out there and I want it to stay beautiful, call it selfish, but also I care about it for a greater good. But the point is, um, people who are spending their entire lives in cubicles and never get a chance to see the outdoors aren't as likely to want to take care of it. And uh, so there is this environmental byproduct of adding outdoor recreation to your 
your daily activities that um, I think is important to mention here. The good bit is this is when you become friends with the outdoors, this isn't that friend that you talk badly about behind its back. Like it's it's <laughs> <laughs> Do you do that? Do you talk it's, about your friends? No. But but I don't have enough to talk about them. Anyway, but no, what I'm saying is is like I, I just think that that um, yeah, I mean, who who has like, I mean, who's against the great outdoors? You know, who who talks poorly about them? There's some people who say they're not as interested. Sure, but sure. like, you know, there's nobody that's like, oh, it's like. In general, I think if uh, the beautiful sadly, it's, ign- is it's, it's ignorance that yeah. I think really happens is people are uninformed and and perhaps don't even understand. Like I pick up a lot of trash on the trail, and they don't realize there really isn't a uh, street sweeper that's going to come through there. Right. The street sweepers are either groups of volunteers doing cleanups or individuals like myself. And I encourage anybody who's out there in the outdoors to stick a grocery bag in their pack. And gather up some garbage while you're out there. If you have kids, tell them that they get a uh, you know a, a prize. You know if they pick up 20 pieces of trash, something like that. So you become an advocate while you're out there doing your outdoor recreation. You become a protector and learn about it enough to be an advocate. Um, add that to your fitness. Take care of the place where you play, and. I would very much like to hear uh, listeners' comments on this and ways that you add outdoor recreation to your fitness and how it boosts your nutrition, which I didn't talk much about nutrition. I mostly discussed it from the standpoint of um, exercise itself. But you will want to take care of your body both in hydration, solid nutrition, and fitness in the gym to support the outdoor recreation and vice versa. Let the outdoor recreation motivate your gym workouts. And... uh, And that is what I have for today. Fantastic. Get out there, people. Happy hiking.